0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect
1: harmony. And now, here's Paladin Financial Talk. Welcome to Paladin Financial Talk. I'm your host, Jeff Quick, and I'm joined here today by Mr. Tony Shore, my esteemed co-host. Yes,
0: great to be here today, Jeff. Love hanging out with you every week, uh, and I'm glad you're back on this week. I know we... Uh, have a lot of folks from the Paladin team yes. uh, come on and help uh, host the show, but I really enjoy having you on. We always have some great conversations, and I'm doing great. In fact, we had a we were talking about titles, show titles before yes. the show. What should we call this show? Um, because it's really about uh, people our age, right? Unfortunately, I mean, yes. I yes. mean, I, at least I'm <laughs> in my 50s. We're going to be talking about financial moves to make in, in your 50s is what the title the topic you wanted. And we thought, what would be a good title for that? Should we just call it that? And I know I threw out a, a title that I thought was pretty good: Why Chickens Hate Snowblowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you shot that down, though, right away because. So of, close, Tony. Yeah. So close. You mean we're not talking about chickens or snowblowers today? Um, But uh, at any rate, we came up with 50 and Fit. Actually, you came up with that and all the material. I'm just along for the ride. But I think that's great. 50 and Fit, financial moves to make in your 50s. I'm in my 50s. You don't look a day over
1: 45, Yeah, Unfortunately, that's incorrect, Tony. I'm in my 50s as well. Oh, okay, okay. But the best thing about being 50 is what? at least you're not 60. Correct. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Apologies to all my 60 year old clients.
0: Yeah. Our our (laughs) listeners out there over 60, don't worry. 60s are not old that you're just, that's the 60s of the new 40. Correct. Right. 60s, the new 40. So uh, I really am excited to dig into this topic today, Jeff. I know you've been busy. I don't even have to ask you what you've been up to or anything, because I know that you've been meeting with so many people, Uh, listeners to the show each week, viewers on YouTube, Uh, I know that a lot of people come in to ask you questions or how to, how can I get a plan in place, a financial plan or a retirement plan, or what about healthcare costs and Medicare? So I know that you help your clients really with the big picture. Yes. And then you focus in on minimizing tax burden, things like that. But we're going to really focus in on financial moves you need to make or things you need to be aware
1: aware of in your fifties. So where do you want to start with that? Well, you know, first I just want to say the great thing about being in your 50s still is you still have time to make some corrections, you know, save a little bit more money, uh, get on a better path to a successful retirement because there is still time. Hopefully you've made some good decisions along the way, but if not, there's still time to make some corrections and improve your financial situation.
0: Yeah, I think that's good. And uh, I'm glad that uh, w- my wife and I got started just in the nick of time. Uh, probably could have done it a little earlier. I, I'd i been in my 50s a couple of years. But um, now that we're working with the Paladin team, uh, it is great. Uh, so I'm not only a co-host, I'm a member. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> I like are. to say that. I think I heard that I'm somewhere a, before. I'm a client, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. Uh, but uh, in your 50s, uh, that is, you know, the best time to start this is like planting a tree. When's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. Correct. So uh, I know my daughter's boyfriend, Jeff, uh, he actually came in and talked to Mr. Foley. He's 21. Oh, good for him. And he wanted to start a Roth IRA.
1: Yeah, smart.
0: I'm like, I wish if I had started a Roth IRA when I was 21, would I be here recording... I'd be on a Hopefully. beach. Hopefully. I'd be on my own island. No, I would be here. <laughs> I would be here. Uh, but I'll tell you what, he's got a head start. You yeah. know, he didn't have a lot of money to put into it, but he's not going to touch it. It's money he doesn't need for a long time. He wants to get going. Right? Sure, sure. And we all <clears throat> wish we'd started earlier, but 50s is a, a great time. You have to, you have to in your 50s, start your retirement plan and
1: get make sure your financial plans and accounts are on track, right? Correct. And you know, the the most important thing is to have a plan, right? You need somewhere to start, whether you're ahead of schedule, behind schedule, you have to have a plan. And you'll hear me say that probably multiple times throughout the show, because everything references that plan. The decisions you make today should be influenced by where you expect to be at some point down the road, tax decisions, uh, investment decisions, all of these things are much easier to make if you have your financial life or a financial roadmap already laid out. Yeah.
0: So you mentioned that uh, this is a good time to start. Why Why is, let's say, 50 or in your 50s
1: um, good?
0: Uh, it, because of the time horizon? Time
1: horizon, you still have time. You're probably in your highest income earning years. There are hopefully is some some extra income you can use to invest. And, and that's really the, the first place I would start as a 50 year old is take a look at your employer plan and bring that to your financial advisor and make sure you're maximizing the benefits offered through that plan. Whether it's a 401k, 403b, whatever type of employer plan you have, make sure you're getting that match. Uh, compare the advantages to traditional 401k, versus Roth 401k, take a especially close look at your healthcare savings options, HSA plans, uh, FSA, make sure you're maximizing these things out. The other thing I've found important in the last few years, my children are in their teens, early 20s. They have a lot of healthcare needs as well. We're talking braces, right? Uh, you know, broken hand, my hockey playing son, <laughs> yeah. right? things are starting to i don't want to admit this but starting to uh, go wrong personally right my knees a little bit sore my shoulder so you were talking yeah, about me it now personally, once right? you
0: get into your 50s yeah yeah
1: so it's a great time to look at and and maybe you've always been uh, had a certain type of health care plan through your employer Well, if you know there may be a knee surgery coming up, uh, your kids are going to get braces in the next year, it might be a good opportunity when those renewals come up to change a plan maybe just for a year or two why your healthcare situation might be slightly different. So those are some things you should definitely take a look at.
0: Yeah, and you, you mentioned some of these things starting to happen when you're in your 50s, and I really personally don't know what you're talking about because <laughs> I'm in my 50s and people viewing on online on YouTube can clearly yeah. see that I'm a picture of health. Absolutely. I mean, I ask, you know, people come to me all the time, Jeff, and they say, Tony, how do you do it? Yeah. And I say two <laughs> words, diet and exercise. Yes, yes. And everyone laughs when I say that. I don't under Understand, uh, but but you mentioned H- HSAs, yes. and I want to go back to that. So mm-hmm. if you're in your fifties and you don't have an HSA or don't quite understand how much it can benefit you, yeah. um, uh, let our listeners know. I mean, isn't it the it's the only tax designated account by the IRS that allows you to put money in tax free? Yep. It grows tax free. Yep. It doesn't uh, expire. Like you, you can, it it goes from year to year, and you you can keep it. You don't lose it, and it comes out tax free if you use
1: it on any medical related item. Hundred percent. You've been listening to uh, to the show, Tony. I have. But yeah, it's the greatest savings vehicle really that exists today for people. Like you said, uh, tax taxes on the front end, right? Tax deferral tax-free upon withdrawals for qualified health care expenses so it adds up in a hurry and even though you're a picture of health i would expect <laughs> that you're going to have some health care expenses that are occur at some point and what better way to nope. pay for them yeah. than with tax-free money
0: yeah yeah and that's why you know my wife and i have never had an hsa but we're looking at okay We should be putting money away in an HSA because even if we don't need it now, before we retire, you can save that after you leave your job, even when you're no longer on their health care plan, that HSA stays with you, and if you build up that money, you can pull it out tax-free to use for any type of medical expense, and people think... Uh, they won't have those medical expenses when they hit sixty-five because of Medicare,
1: but they still will. You still will. And you can you know you can pay your your Medicare premiums with that money as yes. well. Yes. Ah, I right? that's helpful. Instead of having that deducted yeah. from your social security. So yeah. there there's so there's ways to, to take advantage so of that. So healthcare regardless.
0: planning is important in your fifties, is what you're saying. What yeah. what else should we be looking at?
1: Well a lot of people talk about uh, investment allocation, right? Maybe it's time to get a little bit more conservative as retirement becomes closer and closer, which in general, I I agree with. The other thing you want to look at is the different types of accounts you have. And some accounts are more better meant for uh, aggressive investing versus more conservative. Uh, Example being, uh, you're in your 50s, you're still working. By the way, at 59 and a half, most people are eligible to do an in-service non-hardship distribution from their employer plan. So if you don't have investments that are a perfect fit for you through your employer, you could roll those over to a traditional or Roth IRA and really expand on the investment options available. When you do that, and these are, these are general, general thinking, uh, typically the more aggressive investments should be within the Roth IRA. Those are typically gonna be used, used later where we know your traditional IRAs, 401Ks, you're required to start taking distributions at age 73 currently, will be 75 in 2033. So more aggressive in the Roth, you've got longer time horizon. Also, look at your employer plan. Your current allocation is one thing where your current investments sit, but your future contributions I prefer to stay very aggressive with the future contributions because even if the market goes down, now you're still dollar cost averaging into those new investments and buying in at a lower cost. So there's a difference between your allocation and your ongoing or future contributions and how those should be utilized.
0: Yeah, and what you just said there basically is, you should, when the markets are down, is especially the right time to put more in or as much in as possible uh, rather than when the markets are up. Uh, you want to keep consistently putting it in uh, across the board uh, but people end up doing the opposite they they yeah. see the markets go down and they stop either stop contributing or they try to take money out and then when it's up they throw more money in and they're doing the opposite put more money in when
1: it's down yes right yeah ideally that's what yeah. you do buy low sell high yeah right? that's the, that's the dream or
0: average across time whether yep. it's high or low as long as you're consistently putting in
1: yes uh, you'll be okay yeah. and uh, that's what you're saying there, correct? Correct, correct. And then, you know, outside of just the asset allocation, also look at how your investments are distributed between uh, taxable accounts, uh, tax-deferred accounts, non-taxable or tax-free upon distribution Roth accounts, non-qualified accounts. Look at all of these, and the more buckets of money you have, the more control you're going to have over your tax future right? We expect tax rates to increase. Yeah, We know they're going to sunset currently at the end of 2025. Yep. So take advantage of the current low tax rates and uh, really take a look at that along with your advisor yeah. and make sure you're maximizing that.
0: Yeah, that that makes perfect sense. And I think for our listeners out there, we want to remind you that if you would like to set up a consultation or have questions about your financial plan and your retirement income plan, all you have to do to get a consultation with the Paladin team, give Jeff Quick a call, 651-842-8406. And again, that's 651 842 8406, and the web address is simple. It's paladinfinancial.com. And Jeff, this is a great topic because when you're in your 50s, it becomes more and more critical, and everybody's time horizon is different. Yeah. Uh, that's why we're specifically narrowing in on your 50s because that's when uh, that pre-retirement phase really kicks in, right?
1: Yes. <clears throat> yeah, you're, you're about to transition from what I call the accumulation phase, right, where you're working for money, to the preservation or distribution phase where now you want to make sure that that same money is now working for you and working as efficiently as possible. So very important. Uh, The other thing that happens in your 50s or should be is you need to start making some plans uh, for later on and look at uh, estate and legacy planning. Oh, sure. And making sure that you're set there so all of the assets, things you've accumulated over time are sure to go to the ones you intended to go to. Right. You really, Tony, have about three places that your assets can go. Your beneficiaries, your loved ones. Right. They could go to a charity uh, or they could go to uh, the United States government or Uncle Sam.
0: So family, charity or Uncle Sam.
1: Correct. Okay, I, I think the majority of us would pick two of the three. Yeah. to allocate the majority has, of our assets. I don't even too. think
0: he's my real
1: uncle. <laughs> he's not family.
0: So, uh, Uncle Sam, you don't want that one. And uh, the other option that people—it uh, they act like they have some people—is you can't take it with you. Correct. Yeah, I mean, people who hold on to everything tightly. Yeah. you know, their whole life and never do it. You know, they sit in retirement and they've got the money, but they're, they don't, they don't want to spend it. Yes. And they don't want to start funding their children or grandchildren's. And I always tell those kinds to be, I say, you can't take it with you.
1: It's true. You, you can't take it with you. Um, a lot of times when I, Encounter people that are holding on to their assets, gripping them very tightly and are afraid to spend them. The reason that they're afraid is because they don't have a comprehensive plan that gives them the confidence to go and spend and enjoy the fruits of their labor.
0: Yet knowing that they will have enough money and it won't run out. Before they do, you know the correct your your bank. You don't want your bank account to hit zero before your blood pressure does. That's correct, right?
1: That's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, you know, one of the things that we do at Paladin that's a little bit different than maybe some other advisory firms is we segment our clients' money into short, medium, and long-term buckets okay. and invest that money accordingly. Yes, right. So we know that you're going to have guaranteed or stable income or assets for the next, let's say, one to five years. That's not going to fluctuate. So you can count on that being there regardless of market conditions. And then as we progress and we have more time, we're able to get more aggressive knowing that we're not going to need that for a longer period, which helps put a lot of people's minds at ease knowing that their short-term retirement needs are safe and secure.
0: Yeah. So uh, y- you want to start looking at where your assets are allocated in your 50s especially because yes. in your 20s you could put it all in the market let it ride and you probably right? should. I mean even that's the Oracle of Omaha, yes. right? Uh, Warren Buffett says says let it ride, put it in the S&P and let it ride yep. if you're 20 and 30, but we're talking about people in their 50s and so you you've got to I think the bottom line is you have to work with a financial professional who's looking out for your best interests, who doesn't have the mo- emotional tie to it that you do. You're, n- you're not going to make a rash decision when the markets drop like in 2022 or uh, emotional decisions when the markets are way up and set records, Correct. right? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: And, you know, I just did a, a tax workshop uh, Tuesday. So last night, was that last night? Day before? Yeah, a day day before, yeah, a couple days ago, yeah. You know, and one of the things I I encourage people to look at is not only your own tax situation, but again, if you have a financial plan, you're going to know what your income looks like, and you should have a pretty good idea of what may be left behind. So, not only consider your own tax situation and minimizing that but also look at passing that money on to your beneficiaries doing that in a tax efficient manner as well I always give the example if you have Roth IRA and you have a traditional IRA traditional IRA is taxable right beneficiaries are going to be required to liquidate that account within a 10-year time frame and the, pay
0: taxes and pay on, taxes
1: the yeah. Roth is going to come out tax free so I I talk to clients too about who's gonna get this money and what can you do to increase or enhance the money that they inherit if for example you maybe you have two children let's say one is an extremely high earner they're in the top tax bracket the other child maybe not as much maybe they're in a lower tax bracket does it make sense to give them both equal shares of Roth and IRA money if you give the high-earning child traditional IRA money, he could pay close to 50% in state and federal income taxes on that inheritance, where maybe the other child is in a you know 20%, 22% tax bracket, and they're gonna pay 20% less in federal and state income taxes. Maybe you give more of the money to them and you give a little bit higher percentage of the Roth to the higher earning child, again, if your goal is to minimize taxes not only for you but for your beneficiaries yeah. and pass as much long as possible, that may make sense. I never thought about
0: it that way, yeah. and that's, that's why you're here. That's why That's why you have a job, Jeff, is to, to know all the ins and outs uh, to save us from making costly mistakes. And especially once you enter your 50s, uh, if you're not working with a financial advisor and you don't have a printed, written financial plan in place for between now and the end of your retirement, we'll cover that time period. You gotta get one,
1: right? Yep, absolutely, you should definitely definitely have one. And we have plans for all different types of people. If you're looking for a financial advisor that's really gonna do it all for you and put your, your retirement on autopilot, we can absolutely do that. If you're somebody that's a little bit more involved, maybe you wanna manage some more of your assets, not pay uh, fees on some of the other portions of it, There, we have ways to work with those yeah. types of clients as well that would also be beneficial for you. So anything, uh, everything to very little, we have plans for everybody uh, yeah. there and in between. So. I think that's great.
0: Yeah, I think that's fantastic. So even if you think you have a plan, get a second opinion.
1: Right? Can't hurt. Uh,
0: review where you're at, uh, for sure. And in your 50s, it becomes all that more important. I think this has been a great topic today, Jeff. Um, I didn't know if there was anything else you wanted to add. Uh, for sure, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and set up that plan.
1: Yeah, 100%. You can give us a call, as Tony stated, uh, 651-842-842. 8406. Anybody on our team would be happy to assist you and set up that initial strategy consultation. Otherwise, of course, you can find us on the old uh, interweb as well. The information superhighway, if you will, at uh, www.paladinfinancial.com. Both great resources.
0: All right. Well, Jeff, great show today. Uh, You want to be 50 and fit. Uh, Not only physically fit, but financially fit. And that's what we're talking about today. A great episode of Paladin Financial Talk. Listeners and viewers, thanks for tuning in. And thanks, Jeff. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies.
1: All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.